Hello, and welcome to the Biology Podcast. I'm Austin, a.k.a. G.I. Joe, and I'm here with... Ryan, a.k.a. You know, that one doctor that's just like, you got bad blood, son. Let me, uh, let me give you this little pill. It'll help with that there, uh, that bad blood. No, 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 don't, no, don't ask any questions. It's bad blood. And this week, we are talking about the Tuskegee Experiment. Or the Tuskegee Syphilis Project, whatever. It has like 50 different names. Yeah, it has like a million different fucking names. But it's easily one of the most racist things that the United States government's done outside of forced, you know, sterilization of African Americans in the South and, you know, basically kick-starting the eugenics program in the late 1800s that fully fueled the Nazi ideology and then you got like J and J doing fucking fucked up shit. Uh, what was it? Baby powder? Or yeah. Was it baby powder or baby oil? Baby powder. Baby powder. Yeah. But <sighs> I mean, that wasn't racist though. That that affected everybody. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, kind of like Dupont with Teflon, knowing full well for like seventy years how bad it was and how much cancer it was causing. <laughs> you know, fun stuff. All yeah. the fun stuff. And I got a story of the week this week. Thai police were flabbergasted after responding to a report of a dead body on a beach, only to discover that it was something far less dire. The false alarm occurred occurred on Thursday after beachgoers spotted what they thought was a woman's corpse on Bangshing Beach. Bangshi Beach. Bangshi Beach. <laughs> and th- the hey, Thai try and say it five times fast real quick. Bangshi Beach. Bangshi Beach. Bangshi Beach. Bangshi Beach. Uh, <laughs> thought it was a woman's corpse on Bangshi Beach in Thai <laughs> province, Chonbori. Alarmed, they called police, who arrived and discovered that the so-called stiff was actually a hyper hyper-realistic sex doll. The sexessory, allegedly a Japanese model known as the AV Idol, reportedly cost about five hundred and fifty-three U.S. dollars. Oh, that's pretty cheap then. Yeah. I've seen those things go for ridiculous amounts of money online. Photos from the scene show a frisky, flat slum, flat Sam, whatever, which is sitting in the surf with its naked derriere exposed while a shirt is draped over the head. Authorities reportedly removed the garments to reveal that the doll didn't have a head. Officials suspect that the nude doll was discarded in a river or a canal before making its way to the ocean. (laughs) Man, like, if you're going to throw your sex doll away, just take it to the fucking dump. Right, yeah, just get rid of it, or, like, break it up into pieces and, and throw it in a, just, like, a regular-ass trash bag and just throw that shit away. That's ridiculous. So, speaking of that, you said it's a Japanese model, right? Yeah. So, I was just reading a thing the other day that was talking about the fact that birth rates in Japan have gotten so fucking low that they've actually hired a director for a brand-new governmental branch in Japan that their entire job is to try and figure out a way to make teenagers fuck. Because there's nobody's having fucking kids, right? So it's like their population's just dropping off. So it's like they're trying to promote all this immigration to try and get, like, new people to show up in fucking Japan. Fucking the teenagers and shit. And, like, young adults aren't having kids at all. And so, and a lot of them, like, the government is blaming it on internet porn 
and these like sex toys and these sex dolls. Oh, Japan's like leading the game in sex toys, man. No, they really are. And you know what it is? It's because they've kind of got it figured out, right? Where it's all like, well, women are kind of a pain in the ass, so I guess I'll just, you know, hang out and play WoW and and fuck this doll and just live my life, man. Save money. <laughs> Anyways, the sex toy has since been removed from the beach. However, the authorities are reportedly keeping it at the station in case its owner wants to come back and pick it up. <laughs> As of yet, no one has come forward to claim the doll. Oh, hell. Could you imagine how awkward that would be, like, showing up and being like, hey, so you guys have my headless fuck toy, right? Can, 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 I, can I get it back? <laughs> this isn't the first time a sex doll has been mistaken for a stiff. Last June, emergency rescue divers in Japan were few. <laughs> okay, basically what it's saying is, in the last one, a bunch of people responded of a woman, a naked woman drowning, and then whenever they res- went to rescue her, it was a fucking sex doll. Oh my god, I want to be part of the Japanese Coast Guard so bad. Could you imagine how fucking funny that would have been? I wonder, like, okay. How many fucking people are just throwing their sex off? Maybe it's like some fucking rich person on a yacht or some shit, and they're just like bending it over the fucking guardrail or some shit, and it just fucking... I don't think that's what it is. I honestly think that what it is is it's like somebody's parents like show up at their apartment to basically have like an <laughs> intervention. Like, we're getting rid of your fucking sex doll. You need <laughs> they just to go it. out and get a goddamn girlfriend and give us some grandkids, and so they just take the shit and go throw it in the fucking ocean. <laughs> I really feel like that's what it is. Having met several uh, Asian exchange students in my time in uh, high school and stuff, I 100% would be able to see their parents just showing up like, nope, we're throwing away your fucking sex doll. Go give us grandkids, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Man, like, I don't know, man. Like, even like a pocket pussy, like, it's just not the same. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not the same. But which is cheaper? You know, you, you if got you're, a point there. If you're living in like Tokyo and you're having to pay those outrageous prices for like a shithole apartment and all your utilities and blah blah blah, and you're working just some like fucking dead end job, what's cheaper though, a sex doll or an actual girlfriend? Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. Touche, Japanese man. Touche. Touche. You got it all figured out, guys. <laughs> All right, so this week we're talking about the Tuskegee experiment, which it pretty much a broad overview is that the U.S. government is fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, they're really, really fucked up. This is just one instance we'll talk about with this podcast. Like, there are several experiments similar to this that, like I said, we'll do later on down the line, but this is... One of the big ones that's actually been proven. Yeah, this isn't a conspiracy in any shape, form, or fashion. Like, this is legit history. Everything that happened is 100% documented. I mean, federally documented. Like, they were proud of this research. It wasn't one of those things where they were just doing this for years and trying to get away with it. Like, they were, like, publishing the shit out of it. They were like, hey, look. Look at all the cool data we're getting. Like, hey, look at what we're doing. Hey, this is what the next thing we're going to do in this experiment is. And as bad as this is, it did help discover a cure for it, for syphilis. Ah! Well, I mean, it helped advance the cure for syphilis. 
You even said that. Ah, that's a bold statement. That's a bold statement because penicillin was uh, was derived in 1923, and this when did when. Did the Tuskegee experiment start? 1932. Yeah, so there was already a cure for syphilis but before they didn't know. this. But they didn't know. I think they didn't even find out that it cured it until, I think, nineteen. Well, they didn't officially designate penicillin as a uh, treatment until 1942-43, something like that. But, like, they knew it was effective, right? Like, they knew it worked and, and stuff like that, but it just, it was one of those things where it's like you might have something out for years before the FDA, like, approves it. It was more kind of like that. Okay, so pretty much what the Tuskegee experiment is, it was a study conducted between 1932 and 1972, but at the start of it, it was only intended to last about six months. Ended up lasting 40 <laughs> years. So, and it it's a horrible fucking thing. So, the basic of it is that the CDC gave a group of, I think in total, the, there was a study of like, what was it, 600? So, the initial was 399 men with confirmed cases of yeah. syphilis. And then an additional 200 for a control, but the control wasn't even created until like the 50s, right? Like they were running this for close to a decade before they decided to have a control set up. And in addition, they ended up actually bringing in just over time as some of the patients ended up giving the disease to to women in the area. They started eventually bringing in women, and I think the final count on that was like 120 women or something like that. So all together with the experiment, it was a hundred or it was six hundred, about six hundred people roughly. Yeah. So the three hundred and ninety nine men, they gave them syphilis. It's not that they had it before, they specifically gave them syphilis. Well they gave half. They what they did is they had some that in the area because the area of uh that particular area in Macon County, Alabama already had the highest contraction rate for syphilis in the country at the time. It was like 30-something percent. Mm -hmm. So that's why they set it up there in the first place. One, because you had this institute that was already there, the Tuskegee Institute, now Tuskegee College. And because the rate of syphilis contraction in the area was so high, they were like, well, fuck it, it's ground zero. We'll just use this area. And initially, they were just bringing in people that had contracted it. And then over time, they started deciding, well, you know, let's basically have some of the people from our control that we set up, let's infect them so that we can study inoculation, so we can study while it's incubating in the body and everything else, which is super fucked up. Yeah. And the thing is, they didn't even tell these men that they were getting injected with syphilis. They just told them that they were doing, uh, um, shit. Uh, What's the word for it? Well, like a try or no, an experiment. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were telling them that they had bad blood. That was all that they would tell them. They wouldn't tell them that they had syphilis. They didn't tell them what that meant, what the symptoms were, what it could potentially do to them. Nothing. All they were was like, oh. Hey, you're sick, and and it burns when you pee, and you have, like, a weird discharge from your dick. Well, that's normal when you have bad blood. So, we'll just give you some medicine. And, you know, they weren't actually 
treating these people. Nine out of ten times, they were just giving them placebos, or they were giving them medication to treat it, but it was in such low dosages that it didn't actually have any kind of an, uh, an effect on their body. I mean, the the fact of the matter is, is that they intentionally hid all of this because there was this very racist idea among white doctors in Alabama that African Americans were distrustful of doctors. Wonder why. Yeah. And <laughs> and that they wouldn't volunteer to come in for any kind of treatment. So they basically had to like come up with shit to tell these people as to why they needed to come in and be seen by a doctor. Yeah, and as Ron was saying earlier, it was the official count on the people that spread it to the their wives was 40. And 19 children of the 399 were born with syphilis. So it's not something that just happens and then you're good. It's It fucked them up. Yeah, yeah, it it fucks you up for life. So for anyone out there that's not familiar with syphilis, it is a sexually transmitted disease that over time can have similar effects to diseases like leprosy or multiple scro- uh, sc- multiple sc- help me out here Austin <laughs> multiple sclerosis s- scro- <laughs> sclerosis <laughs> multiple sclerosis and um, so what it can do is it can actually cause, like, if you have a bad enough case of uh, syphilis, it can actually cause your genitals to start to rot. You can actually develop, like, gangrene and stuff in your genitals because of how bad the infection can get out of control. And on top of that, it can actually work its way into your uh, nervous system, affect your spinal column and your brain can cause insanity, can cause degenerative diseases to cause you... I mean, some people later in later stages of certain in, in, uh, infections of syphilis develop paralysis, um, tremors, um, something that looks very... looks and acts very similar to Parkinson's disease. It can cause full-blown insanity, just, I mean, complete, like, delusions and... Um, you would swear that they were severely schizophrenic. I mean, syphilis can be very, very damaging to the human body. Yeah, especially if it's not treated. Which is why we don't give John's mom any medication, because, you know, sometimes when she goes crazy, it's just just better. You know, I'll go take a shot that weekend. That's fine. You know, (laughs) we just can't give her one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, um... The bit one of the biggest things surrounding this whole thing is that they took really vulnerable people because it was a poor part of the city. You gotta remember during this time period, I mean, it was after the Civil War and everything, obviously, and segregation had kind of done away with or not really done away with, but it wasn't as well. This was still <laughs> Jim Crow era. Well, you know, so these are part, all still carpet bag. Like some of them are carpet baggers, a lot of them are sharecropping farmers that don't own anything. Like this is about as poor as poor gets. Well, that's what I'm saying, but like yeah. part of it is still during that time period and part of it's not. Right from when when the segregation go into effect mid 60s, the end of segregation. So it's like it ran from the fucking 30s all the way up through 
the end of segregation and then still in like so from like reconstruction all the way up to like midway through the civil rights movement is how long these people were being exploited by the federal government okay so yeah it was towards the end of this experiment where segregation got but during this time period they they were still in a poor part of the country and you know how a lot of African Americans got treated back then was not really good, especially living in America. It was not a great place to be at at the time. And so they took advantage of these people. They offered them free health care and money. So, I mean, obviously they're going to want to do it. And it was pre- the government was so fucked up with it. Like they didn't even like whenever the draft happened for World War Two, they told those men they could not get drafted. Like, they actually went to the government and said, hey, we're doing an experiment, and these men cannot get drafted. Right, because of the syphilis, right? Like, that turns them into this massive security risk, basically. And another reason is because they didn't want the people to die before they could figure out, like, what syphilis does. Like, this is really, like, if you think about it, it's almost like a fucking World War Two type shit with fucking Hitler's experiments. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like a super fucked up Truman show, only instead of watching somebody grow up and fall in love and have a family, it's, you know, they grow up and their dick rots off and their brain goes bad. And the whole time the government's just watching it happen. Hell, like, it's still, like, flabbergasted me, like, we were doing this in America less than 100 years ago. Like, still doing these, well, hell, what, less than 50 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, 100% less than 50 years ago. That's, I mean, it's absolutely insane, that fact that nobody at any point thought that, hey, this is kind of fucked up. We should probably put a stop to this. Like, nobody even officially apologized until Clinton in the 90s. Like, Clinton was the first United States official to finally go, hey, our bad. That was fucked up. And still, like... Did you know that uh, when he did that? So this is this is what's crazy, right? Because I was looking into that, the official apology from the federal government to the victims of the Tuskegee experiments and their families. And when Clinton apologized, the conservative right was mad at him for it because it they believed that it showed that the American government was weak. What the fuck, dude? How <laughs> how are you going to say that apologizing to a group of people for being experimented on like fucking animals sh- makes the government look weak? You should apologize to these people. What the fuck? Now, on that subject, how do you feel about Obama apologizing to Japan? Honestly, yeah. That that was necessary, honestly. That that was that was 100% I back him on that uh, a million percent and I'll tell you why right so it, when you are learning about the end of world war 2 in school they they make it out like at least when I was growing up they make it made it out like if we hadn't have done it the japanese would have never surrendered but that's not true the japanese were actually in the process of surrendering and truman decided to drop the bombs anyways he actually had a pa- uh, petition signed by over 5,000 members of the federal government and scientists involved in the Manhattan Project and everything else 
saying we do not want this used in combat at all like it does there's like we regret ever developing it blah blah blah. he even had his chief of staff and his heads of state telling him like the japanese are are wanting to you know get into talks for surrender we do not need to use these weapons and truman decided that he wanted to use them anyways to scare russia so we killed 320,000 innocent men, uh, men, women, and children to prove a point. That's fucked up. <laughs> that caused decades of birth defects and all kinds of shit in that country that they're still feeling the effects from today. We 100% needed to apologize to those people for that. That was fucked up, man. Yeah. Like, they could have detonated that shit off the coast, and it still would have... Everyone would have been like, oh, fuck. <laughs> we hold fucked up. up. Yeah, hold <laughs> the fuck up now. There was no reason to drop it on innocent civilians at all. Now, I didn't think they started, like, starting to surrender until after the first one was dropped. No, it was, like, weeks before. Yeah. Because basically what had happened was the, the newly formed Japanese parliament that had formed basically in secret around the emperor at the time, they decided that they couldn't sustain the war any longer and they weren't going to let their entire society collapse to just, you know, prove a point, basically, that of the superiority of the Japanese people and blah, blah, blah. They kind of saw that they were fucked up. Yeah. And so they were actually, like, in communication with... Um, America at the time to say like, hey, look, we're going to circumnavigate the emperor and we're going to talk peace treaty and everything else. And Truman was just like, nuke, nuke. Oh, you are going to talk. And they were just like, yeah, we know, assholes. Fuck. (laughs) How much different do you think America would be if we didn't drop that bomb, though? Like as a world power? Uh... I'm not sure because I I feel like we'd probably be less of assholes for the simple fact that I feel like we spent decades and decades and decades after that kind of being like, yeah, we can do whatever the fuck we want. And nobody's going to say shit about it. Look what we did to Japan. What are you going to do? You know, I feel like we just kind of had this bravado that was unnecessary for decades after that. Yeah, but that's kind of what makes America America, though. Like, how many other countries are you like? Are like all gung ho with their military, like the way the U.S. is. Besides Russia and China, and China, yeah, Israel. Yeah, but Israel's been in a war for fucking ever. Yeah, <laughs> so they really don't have much of a choice. Uh, yeah, but no, I feel like we'd probably be better off if we had never done it. I don't. There's honestly, there's just no reason whatsoever for anybody to ever use nuclear weapons unless you're fighting aliens or like mole people or something mole people <laughs> yeah man mole people well maybe if the australians rise up against us you know they're crazy man <laughs> you get enough of them together but yeah man fucking nuts i don't think we'd win i don't think no. we'd win no. if, if 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 all those crazy fucking like aussies just like rose up started fucking humming boomerangs and shit at us dude we'd go we'd go the fuck down and then you know what would end up happening austin what 
our economy would collapse, and then like me and you would have to like start an OnlyFans where we were selling pictures of our butthole just to make money. Hey, bro, that might be a good idea. Speaking of that, one of my buddies actually got into a fight with this old lady because he was following this girl on OnlyFans, and somehow she got into his old email and saw that this chick had been messaging him. Because, you know, OnlyFans like, will automatically send messages to try to get you to buy their shit. Right. He was in like some deep shit. <laughs> dude, like his his wife wouldn't talk to him for like a fucking week. Oh man, hey, sh- dude, some of that shit gets wild. So, um, like as an example, you know, being single, you know, blah blah blah. So I downloaded that um just for shits and giggles, just to see what it was about. Um, that Meet Me app from Facebook and everything. It is literally nothing but prostitutes and uh fucking chicks trying to sell their OnlyFans and stuff. Like, within 15 minutes of forming my account, I had, like, 500 hits on there with girls just being like, Hey, cutie, join me on my private page. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, some of them I was just, like, I was just curious, right? So I'm just fucking with them, and I'm all like, Oh, yeah, what do you got on your on your private page? Next thing I know, I'm getting, like, 15 fucking pictures of their butthole and like i mean is there anything wrong with that there's nothing (laughs) but i'm just like jesus christ there's that many girls out there right now just selling their selling pictures of their butthole like bro if i can make money selling pictures of my butthole i'd do it in a fucking heartbeat wouldn't you no i 100 would (laughs) i just didn't expect the volume you know what i'm saying Mm. like i knew it was a lot but i didn't know it was like a lot, a lot. You can thank COVID for that. That's that's when all of them start making their money. Yeah, shit, I fucking believe it, man. But yeah, within 15 minutes, I'm no lie, 500. 500. I feel like if we would have started this podcast before COVID, it'd be a lot bigger than it is. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's sitting around with nothing to fucking do, yeah. You never know, man. Monkeypox might, might you know, bring <laughs> it in for the win. You know, we might end up you know, in another lockdown. There's a conspiracy about that now, saying that uh, they're doing that to try to take out gay people. Really? That's the, the conspiracy now? Not AIDS. They think the federal government failed with AIDS back in the 80s, and so now they're like, oh, we got to find something new. What do we got on the roster? Monkeypox. I guess because they're out saying there. it started with like a gay orgy in fucking like Europe somewhere. No, that shit's been around. That shit's always well, been around. Well, that's whenever it started making a big comeback because yeah. it was some big ass gay orgy in Europe somewhere. Nah, that's all fucking myth, man. That shit's always been around. There was just like a random mutation, just like everything else. You know, it's just like bird flu and swine flu and all that shit's been around for the fucking forever. And just 500 there. different versions of coronavirus. Yeah, like shit just mutates, you know? That's what we get for living in a interconnected metropolitan society. But anyways, back to the Tuskegee experiment. Yeah, speaking of How governments and, <laughs> and viruses. Yeah, so so Austin, we've pretty much covered the the, the main bases on this, right? Like because to be completely honest, there's really not a lot of backstory you can really go into in this. It's kind of one of those things like here's the facts. here's what happened. Here's what they did to these people. Here are the repercussions now from it, and I'll, I'll be completely honest, man. So just from conversations that I've had with people over the years, right, especially at work and stuff like that, I would say this has had an obscene 
impact on cultural relations here in the United States. Especially, like, a lot more black people don't have, like, trust the COVID vaccine compared to white people. And a lot of it has to do with shit like this, right? Like, I've literally had conversations with people at work where I was like, oh, you're not vaccinated? Oh, hell no, man. They, you know... That I remember that uh, reading about the fucking experiments they did on people in Alabama and blah blah, and let them do that shit to me, and it'd be like, okay, but I got it, you know. So it's like, are they running that experiment on me too, or do you just are you just you know ingrained with that distrust at this point? And so it's like it's definitely had long lasting impact man yeah for sure a hundred percent yeah and god knows how long it will have that kind of long lasting impact because i know especially during the the coronavirus outbreak and everything else this got brought up a lot actually like as far as people being like oh no man the government will fucking experiment on you in a heartbeat and blah 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 and i keep trying to i kept trying to explain to people where it was like okay it's way easier to get away with shit like that and have everybody kind of turn a blind eye like back in the day where if you're doing like these random experiments in like bumfuck Egypt fucking Alabama pre-internet, pre-fucking national television and everything else, it's like, sure, could a radio news story have gotten out about it? Absolutely. But who all is it going to reach? Is it going to be local? Is it going to be regional? The whole country is not going to find out about it, right? Nowadays, with everything being digital and you got pe- organizations like Anonymous and shit out there that they spend their entire time hacking into different government offices and facilities and shit looking for crap like this. If if COVID had been as big of a conspiracy as everybody made it out to be, there would have been huge data leaks yeah. about fucked up experiments and all that shit. And it never really fucking happened. And that's not saying that more shit won't come out in the future about it, though. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a little... You know what's going to end up coming out, right? And it's going to... And I'm throwing up big air quotes here. And it's like... It's going to validate all the conspiracy theories. Is like... There's probably going to be some information that comes out that there was like a lab somewhere. Or a university somewhere in the world that was working on the COVID vaccines and everything else. That maybe fudged the numbers a little bit. Or rushed a certain aspect of their development to get it to market or something like that. But it won't be like anything revolutionary or mind blowing. It'd be like the same shit. Every company does when they're under the gun, trying to get something to market and stuff like that. Kind of like how they took the J and J out to market for a little bit. Cause of blood clots. Yeah, exactly. Like that's just the world, right? Like that's just how shit happens. It's the same thing. Like if you're driving your car and the fucking airbag gets a recall because the company, found out something was fucked up, but it wasn't gonna, like, it it wasn't the end of the fucking world. Like, sure, it could have been a problem, but it's, like, statistically, it was was very unlikely to really affect anybody, so they kind of push things along a little bit. And that's gonna come out, right? And everyone's gonna ignore the fact that these same companies then went back and retroactively fixed their mistakes to cover their own ass, and make the product actually safe and everything else to avoid lawsuits and, and yada, yada, yada. But all they're going to see is, oh, they rushed this part. That validates it. I told you the shit wasn't real, blah, blah, blah. That's what's going to end up happening. That's the the kind of information that's going to end up leaking about all of that. Yeah. Now, that's kind of like whenever, uh, what was it? It wasn't swan flu, Ebola. 
Yeah. When Ebola came out, like, I remember, like, I think I was, I was in the army at that time. And, like, a lot of people thought, like, that was the fucking end because, like, a, a shit ton of people were dying. Oh, yeah. But it was in a lot of these third world countries where it was going on. So they don't have the same resources like the U.S. government or, hell, like China, Russia. Yeah, there would never be an Ebola outbreak in, like, London or the U.S. You might have, like, at the most, like, a couple hundred cases that would break out somewhere, but then it would get, it would get shut down. Yeah. Right. Like, honestly, the only reason Corona was as bad as it was is because it's a type of common cold. Right. So it just spread so fucking easy. That's the only reason that it was even a thing, man. Do you remember when Zika was the big hot topic? Right. Yeah. And everybody was talking about Zika and that was genuinely scary. Zika could really fuck you up, man. Yeah. And so federal government stepped in. They threw all this money at this lab in Florida. This lab developed these genetically engineered fucking mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. They let them loose in the Everglades and they spread throughout the Southeast and everybody moved on with their fucking lives. And it's like once the news outlets were like, oh, there's not a story here. The shit worked. Yeah, the shit worked. (laughs) Now all of a sudden you don't fucking hear about Zeke anymore. Is it still a thing? Yeah, Yeah, but it's kind of controlled, right? Ebola's still a thing. Yeah, but it's kind of controlled. So, yeah, it's going to get to that point with just about anything. You're going to have these big, you know, these diseases and shit like that that pop up. And the news is just because 24-hour news cycle. Honestly, the world would be a way better place if you could just shut down Fox News and CNN, right? Get rid of 24-hour news networks. Let it just be the, you know, the one hour in the morning and the one hour at night on your basic television or whatever again, where they're not trying to cram all this shit into a 24-hour news cycle. 90% of the problems in the world go the fuck away. Because then they'll only have enough time to say, this happened, this happened, this happened, blah, 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 and they're not going to try and scare everybody into sitting there and watching not for 12 straight for, hours. for, damn, 14 hours about one fucking subject. Yeah, and just make shit up as they go along to try and keep everybody scared <laughs> and watching. Yeah, bring back the old days with, like, Tom Brokaw, where it's like, you see him at you know, on the 7 o'clock news, and he might come back at 11 o'clock for, like, 30 minutes, and then you wake up in the morning and you get the, the local little news outlet in the morning while you're reading the paper and eating waffles. And psh, world's a better place. I can't even tell you the last time I watched the fucking news. I I still watch it occasionally, but I'll watch like highlights, right? Yeah. Just because I'm not trying to sit and watch all that shit. And on top of that, a lot of my news I still get from NPR news. And mm. NPR news is the same thing, right? Like they just kind of... If there's, like, downtime in between different programming on NPR, then they'll come in for, like, 10, 15 minutes and just be like, hey, top story this week is blah, blah, blah. This is what's going on. And so it's like I get all the information I need, and then they just move on with their lives, and I move on with my life. Yeah. Right? (laughs) But now, like you said, if we had the media and social media and everything we had nowadays back then. This would have never happened. No. Would have never happened. And that's why it's almost impossible for something like this to ever happen again. Is this there's too many eyes on too many things right now. No. Yeah. So honestly, I it's one of those things where a lot of these conspiracies and stuff like that that these people are constantly throwing out there into the world, the likelihood of something like that perpetuating it nowadays is incredibly unlikely. It's it would be almost impossible to have like a genuine conspiracy. 
right now on the on like that level right people yeah. being experimented on shit getting falsified it'd be almost impossible there'd be whistleblowers there'd be hackers there'd be somebody you know i'm really surprised with technology the way it is nowadays that you're not hearing more about new conspiracies like government conspiracies as much that's what i'm saying because it's like even these politicians know they're they're constantly being monitored so it's like they are they're having to live these damn near like sterile existences i don't know politicians still do some fucked up shit though like oh they 100 percent do <clears throat> but they you know but then you know you end up with people like um what's his name that fucking kid that republican in the wheelchair i have no idea dude the the young kid he, he was like a he ran for governor of north carolina he was in a wheelchair. Anyways, <laughs> like you'll end up with kids like him, right? Like, you know, he was the one that went on the news talking about like, oh, yeah, all of my um, constituents in Congress and all this invited me to a cocaine sex orgy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, these people are really fucked up. And then it, you know, then he ended up getting caught, like trying to bring a gun onto a plane like four different times and now he's gotten his driver's license permanently revoked from driving drunk all the time and it's like it, it just goes to show like how big of fucking hypocrites all these motherfuckers are right yeah yeah it's like this dude's trying to be a whistleblower but he's just as fucked up as they are and it's i don't know man but and and so here's the thing that's crazy to me right so you have these kind of politicians right that people respect and listen to and everything else that are just constantly <clears throat> caught up in these wild fucking situations and like getting caught with their pants down and fine you know getting caught being hypocrites and all this crazy shit but everybody still listens to them and respects them and everything else but then you have politicians out there that literally aren't doing shit to anybody you know and, and i'll use um i'll use aoc as an example what conspiracies is she caught up in? What bullshit? Like, when was the last time she got caught trying to sneak a gun on a plane or or getting caught hammered drunk screaming obscenities at minorities or, or like, some shit? Literally nothing. The woman has done literally nothing wrong. She has said some stupid shit, though. They all have. Yeah, I know. But... That's what I'm saying. Every last one of them has. The one and, they, they and, but the thing is, is, like, people look down their fucking nose at her and it's like, She's probably one of the most squeaky clean ones you got. Like, why are you giving her so much shit? But this dude that's been caught with fucking kitty porn multiple times. No, he's cool. You'll listen to what that guy has to say. But literally the girl that just had a couple of gaffes where she said something like any young person would have said that was kind of dumb. No, 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 no. Into the fucking world. But the kitty porn guy... I respect that dude. Like, what the fuck sense does that make? Like, with her, it just killed me whenever she said that about the cow farts. But it's true, though. That's the thing. Like, like, statistically, that is a fact, right? I know. And does it sound stupid? Yeah, it sounds really fucking stupid. But it's true. (laughs) That's the crazy part. No, I mean, I I get that. I guess it's just the way she went about bringing it up in the conversation. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, don't get me wrong. I get it. But at the same time, it's like somebody that's that free of controversy and drama and bullshit gets fucking tossed into the dumpster. 
But then you got motherfuckers that are going out there and literally buying boats and naming them fucked up shit like the poor people tax. <laughs> As in, that's how this motherfucker afforded to buy his yacht. And people are like, that's a straight shooter right there. I like what that guy has to say. It's just fucked up, man. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Oh, shit. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I get people, like, hating on, like, Pelosi, and I get people hating on Trump, and I get people hating on uh, all these people, because they're fucking hypocrites, and they, you know, they throw their weight around, and they say a whole bunch of stupid shit all the time, and they get caught in all these fucking conspiracies and shit like that. But then you got people that were in politics for decades that never got caught up in fucking anything, and people just totally wrote them off as fucking pieces of shit and everything else, and it's like, they were the only ones showing up to work every day, like, actually doing their job. There's one thing I'll say about the government, though. I feel like if the government shut down, they should not be getting paid either. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, they should have to stay in session until they get the government run again. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. I know that's kind of off subject, but I had to deal with that in the Army because they shut us down, so they had travel restrictions and all that bullshit. I mean, to me, I don't even think a politician should get paid. I don't think they should collect a paycheck. I, you're a civil servant. You have yeah. you have gotten elected to serve a role. Sure, have things provided for you, right? Like, okay, you become a governor, fine. They put you in a governor's mansion, right? You get a food allowance and everything else. Is it high? Sure, it's high. You can still have lobster and steak all the time and all that shit. Fine. But it should be sub. Everything should be subsidized while you're in that role, right? Like you don't get. Money in the bank to go and spend on shit. You just get everything you need provided for you until you leave office. Like right? people in the Congress and sh- Senate shouldn't be getting paid almost two hundred grand, grand a year. They shouldn't be getting paid anything. Like I said, they should just be okay. Here we'll cover. You know, let's say I run for governor, right? And I win. They should just pay the mortgage on my house. I don't get a mansion. I don't get anything fancy. Just pay the mortgage on my house. Pay my bills. Yeah, just pay my fucking bills and give me money for fucking food and gas and, like, all that shit. And, obviously, I'll find other ways to make money to go on vacations and do shit like that. But I'm, a, I'm supposed to be a civil servant, right? I should be doing this because I genuinely care, not because I'm going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars to do it, right? Yeah. So, like I said, to me, they shouldn't be getting paid. Well, I mean, that's like taxes, we're not supposed to be paying fucking taxes. Well, state taxes. We're sp- well, we're supposed to we pay should, state yeah, we taxes. State, yeah, we should well, be paying the, state taxes. The federal taxes were supposed to be over after World War II. Yeah, yeah, they're constitutionally illegal. But <laughs> I will say this. So um, I was watching The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, right? And he brought up a good point when the Powerball was like ridiculously high. And he was like, it's crazy to me how everybody looks at the the lottery and they're like yes this is 100 percent fair i'm gonna take a bunch of my money and i'm gonna sink it into this and only one person is gonna be able to walk away with it totally fair but then all of a sudden you bring up like taxes to pay for like schools and it's all like taxes are fucking bullshit and it's like they're the same thing yeah. <laughs> like there's no difference between playing the lottery and paying your fucking taxes to go towards schools and shit except that if you pay your taxes to go towards schools you're actually getting something out of it instead of just one asshole getting an education. 
Yeah. But, like, I mean, isn't that one thing the lottery mainly goes towards is education? I mean, the taxes on it. So. But, it, yeah, but you get the point, right? Yeah, it's like, I get you know, what you're saying. You though. either can pay in your taxes and your roads get fixed and your kids go to school and everything else, or you can be like, fuck taxes, but I'll still play the fucking lottery and then I don't get shit for it. Some random asshole wins like eight eight $800 million, but God damn it, that, ah, that was fair, Bro, though. If I could just get $100 million, like... If I could just get a hundred thousand, yeah. <laughs> if I could pay off my house, yeah. Just give me a hundred thousand. That's all I want. But anyways, Ryan, any final thoughts on the Tuskegee experiment? I personally am disgusted with the fact that this happened. Right? Like, obviously, the the federal government was like, hey. We have a lot of outdated, crazy ideas about how African Americans function in this country. We know they don't trust us. We know they don't trust doctors. We know they don't do this. They don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. So this makes them perfect guinea pigs for this experiment. Let's go down to the rural South, take a bunch of completely impoverished people, lie to their fucking faces for 40 years to watch them, sl- to watch their bodies slowly fall apart and their minds go all just so that we can say we collected data to find out what was going to happen if it went untreated. Which, to be fair, could have just as easily been accomplished using animals. Is it less fucked up? Only slightly. I still don't like animal testing and everything else. I do get that it's necessary in some cases. I prefer it over humans. I prefer it over humans. I get that it's necessary in some cases, but... The fact that they literally used an entire group of people as guinea pigs is fucking disgusting. And also considering the fact that about halfway through the study, a effective, reliable, repeatable cure was discovered, marketed, and put out into circulation. And they decided to keep going anyways. Yeah. Instead of just saying, okay, we've got enough data we can just eradicate this disease completely and then we never have to worry about it any fucking ways. They said, nah, let's just keep going. And the biggest thing about it, like even after the government admitted to the wrongdoing and the government got sued, each family only got between 20 and $40,000 in free medical care for the rest of their and their family's life. Yeah, which... I mean, and that was the whole thing that they kind of marketed it on anyways, right? They were telling these people like, hey, come do this experiment and blah, 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 and we'll pay all your medical expenses. And, you know, these poor people were just like, okay, I mean, sure. If you'll pay for, you know, the medical expenses for me and my kids and everything else. And you know what the craziest part about all this is? Did you see where, like, there were people that moved, right? Like, they left. Yeah, They moved to other parts of the country and everything else. And the scientists, instead of trying to keep up with them to make sure that the disease wasn't spreading in new populations and everything else, just went, oh, fuck it, that one got away. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and... It just, like, at the very least, if you moved, they should have been like, whoa, 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 hold on, before you go, here's your shot, enjoy the rest of your life. Right? At the least, yeah. they should have done that. It's just embarrassing as an American to think, like, your government did this shit less than 50 years ago. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting, man. 
I mean, I'm sure they've done more shit that we hadn't found out about yet. Oh, 100%. And probably will in the future, and we'll have to do another podcast on it. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) We're going to end up finding out Stranger Things is like 100% real. Like, that's just some, like, shit that got leaked to the Doofer Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. But anyways, thank y'all for joining the Brology Podcast this week. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitch. Oh, no, wait. I meant itch. Itch on my yeah. balls. Oh, yeah. My, my balls, balls itch. My balls itch, too. Yeah. But <laughs> we got crabs from her again. Yeah. Well, I mean, I went and injected myself with syphilis and, you know, just so that I could, you know, really understand the craziness this, of this podcast. Yeah. I really wanted to know. So I'm going to have to go get a penicillin shot tomorrow. I injected, Again. I injected some marijuana before we started this podcast. You injected one marijuana? Yeah. Oh, my God. You can't be taking intravenous marijuanas, man. <laughs> That's how... Next thing you know, you're going to be out there just raping people and causing chaos. It's okay. I'm going to go smoke a cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go snort some meth. Cook meth. Yeah, I'm going to go... Plug some ketamine. <laughs> I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some acid in my ass. Yeah, I'm gonna take some PCP and mix it in with my Rogaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <clears throat> I'm gonna go stick some ex- ecstasy in my dick hole. You know, some people do that. Really? Hmm. Ow. Yeah. That would hurt. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know people that used to plug X to see all the time. Hits you harder. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like if you stay alcohol in your ass, yeah. you'll get fucked up faster. Yeah. Hell, there was a period of time. I knew a girl that was messing around with this guy that was a chemistry major at NC Charlotte, and he would make his own uh, ecstasy. His shit was so good. <laughs> This shit was so fucking good. And you could get like a quad stack for like eight bucks. It's fucking insane. <laughs> How did we get on this subject? I don't know. Talking about sticking shit up each other's asses. I'm not sure, man. Uh-huh. Just another Saturday. Yeah, another <laughs> fucking Saturday. All right. Well, thank y'all for joining the Brobology Podcast this week. And be sure to check us out next week whenever we do Nika Te- <laughs> I said Nika. <laughs> Nikola Tesla. Versus Thomas, motherfucking piece of shit ass, fucking hope he fucking gets fucking railed by Hitler in the ass in hell, fucking Edison, piece of shit, held us back by hundreds of years by being a piece of shit. (laughs) We could have flying cars and space stations by now if Edison hadn't been such a dick. Fuck you, Edison. Fuck you, Edison. Fuck you, Putin. Fuck you, (laughs) Russia. <laughs> Fuck you, Westboro. Fuck Westboro. <laughs> uh, fuck the Disney Corporation. <laughs> Maybe? No? Am I off base there? I know how much you like Moana. I'm sorry. Moana's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know how much you like Moana. <laughs> nah, Disney's the shit because they make all them thick chicks in the movies. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Between Disney and Pixar, that's 100% the reason I like women with thighs now. (laughs) Yeah.
100%. But no, I can go with fuck Disney. Yeah, fuck Disney. Uh, fuck Nike? Fuck the U.S. government. Well, fuck specific branches. I like NASA. NASA never hurt anybody. I'm talking about, like, politics. Fuck U.S. politicians. Okay. Most of them. Not all of them. Most of them. Like, 99.99997% of every politician. I mean, you would still fuck 1998 Sarah Palin. Yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah. (laughs) And I would still fuck AOC. She looks like she'd be raunchy in bed, though, like. Dude. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see, speaking of Sarah Payne, did you see she lost the interim election? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because she's a crazy person. That's why I would have fucked 1998 Sarah Palin, right? Because that's like right when the start of her crazy. So that's like that doing weird shit in bed level of crazy and not like now where it's like, you know, like fatal attraction, like showing up at you and your wife's house, like boiling a rabbit in the, on the stove crazy. That's the current. <laughs> Fuck Hillary Clinton. I like her husband, though. Oh, I, I said Hillary, not Bill. Yeah, I like Bill, though. <laughs> hey, Bill, if you ever want to come get on the podcast, smoke a doobie with us, just just let us know. Yeah, we like you, Bill. You've always been my boy. If you want to bring over like 50 prostitutes. I mean, we're down for it, too. <laughs> oh, but no kids. No, no, never mind. That's, that's Joe Biden. He sniffs kids. That's not Bill Clinton. No, nah, yeah, Clinton sniff kids. This guy, I don't know if Joe Biden's like really a creeper or he's just like one of those weird ass fucking grandpas. You know, I think I'm he's just about? a weird. I think I think he's completely fucking harmless. I think he's just a weird grandpa, man. I think that's all it is. A really fucking weird grandpa. Yeah, I I genuinely believe he's one hundred percent fucking harmless. He's he's just weird. I think he's got like starting to get like Alzheimer's or dementia or something. Hell yeah, they all are, man. They're all every every single politician you ever hear about on TV anymore is in like their fucking seventies and shit. They all have dementia. Get a younger fucking U.S. president. Yeah, I wanted Buttigieg. Yeah, you say you say that all the time. Really don't know much about Buttigieg. He was smart, capable. I just knew he was gay. Like that's the only thing I ever heard about him. He was going to be the first gay Dude, US could you president. imagine the the White House Christmas with a gay president? <laughs> it would have been fucking fantastic, dude. That shit would have been fucking lit. <laughs> I mean, those motherfuckers know how to party. Oh, you ever uh, watch the TV show Doesn't Air Survivor? Yes. I was going to say, oh, what if we had him like as a president? Hmm. I don't know. Honestly, at this point, I just kind of want a president, like, give me, like, a Justin Trudeau, right? Like, give me, like, a young dude, got a good head on his shoulders. Fuck it, throw the rock in there. Yeah, rock. (laughs) I would vote for the rock. I would have voted for Arnie back in the day if he had been born a United States citizen, man. I would have liked to have had President Schwarzenegger, you know? Just been like, Mr. President. What are we going to do about the conflict in the Middle East? And you just be like, get to the chopper! And then get to the chopper! <laughs> <laughs> Would have been fucking awesome. Oh. I fuck with Arnold Schwarzenegger, though. Dude, best action star ever, man. Nobody, no, there'll never be another Arnie, man. I wouldn't say the best action star. Uh, who, who's I, better? I, I give him top three. Who, who's better than Arnie? 
And I'm talking about about quality of film, right? Because you got to remember, Arnie has fucking. He's got all the Terminators. All the he's got yeah the Terminators. He's got Predator. He's got fucking Total Recall. He's got fucking um, Kindergarten Cop. You know that movie kicks ass. <laughs> he's got Last Action Hero. No, I mean I'm not saying he's put out a bunch of good ones, but I I, I give him top three. Like there's, I'd have to think on. There's no action star out there that if you're hungover as fuck on a Sunday morning, laid out on the couch, and one of his movies comes on, you're turning the channel. An Arnie movie comes on, you're hungover on a Sunday, you're watching that whole fucking movie. You know it's true. <laughs> you know, if a Stallone mm-hmm. flick comes on, you might channel surf at commercials. You I've, know never, what I'm saying? I've never been a huge fan of Stallone. He's got his winners, but, you know. I mean, he did win an Oscar for Rocky. I mean, Rocky... And Rambo, the first really Rambo consider, is really good. I still don't. I mean, I know Rocky's considered an action film, but it's not on the level like Arnold Schwarzenegger or hell, even like Jason Statham. Yeah, uh, you know, honestly, I prefer Statham's non-action roles. I like him in just like British gangster movies, right? Like, give yeah. me Jason <laughs> Statham in like a Guy Ritchie movie. I prefer that to his action films all day. Like, give me Statham and, like, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels or, like, Snatch or something like that. I'll, I'll take that all day over. Action flick Statham. <laughs> Touche. But anyways, we'll catch y'all next week. Latest! Latest!